Welcome to the Thrive Church Podcast. We are so glad that you are joining us for this time today. We hope that this message will encourage you, build your faith, and help you thrive with God and thrive in life. Now to the message. Got soup. Got soup. And uh, last week we talked about Esau and how Esau, he came back from a day of hunting and he was hungry. He wasn't just hungry, he was starving. So starving, he was dramatic. The Bible shows how dramatically hungry he was. And he asked his brother, hey, um, could I have some of that soup? And his brother said, yes, but, as long, but in order to have this soup, you need to give me a trade. Um, and uh, I mean, he wasn't just asking for anything. He said, you need to give me your birthright, the birthright of the firstborn. Uh, what does that mean right now? Nothing today in 2023. Um, maybe it means something in your house, but uh, in my house, it really doesn't. But back in the day, what it meant as birthright is if you were the firstborn, you got two-thirds of the inheritance. You got a father's blessing, an empowerment uh, to, to prosper. You got, really, if you were the firstborn, it was good. So he traded this for lentil stew, um, hopefully the best lentil stew of his life, um, like not even ribs, not even like bacon. He traded it for lentil stew. But in trading the soup, he traded this. He traded his future as his birthright for his present need. He traded, he said, with the felt need that I have right now, I'm trading the future that I have, the future that's guaranteed, the future that my father prepared for me, I'm trading that to fill a present need, a present felt need. And that, that it's not just a story about a dude being hungry, but that uh, it is actually applicable to our lives, that I believe that there are areas that we, will, uh, that we can actually trade our future for present needs, for present needs. And, and, and it's not only just a trade, but it's actually a trade for the present at the cost or the expense of the future and plans that God has for you, because he's got good plans, a hope and a future. And uh, so instead, we're looking at how can we instead pass on that metaphorical soup? Do you got soup? Do you want soup? No, I'm okay. I'm okay. Like, check the next table. No, they're my friends. Go the next, next table over. But uh, no, I'm okay. And talk about what way does God have for us so that we can walk in the fullness that he has, that we can walk in the fullness that he has. Venture into the unknown. Sounds good, eh? That sounds good. It sounds like a travel Alberta slogan, right? Like, or like, hey, how was your weekend? I ventured into the unknown, right? It, it sounds good. I think it sounds good, and I came up with it right now, um, is venture into the unknown. Like, we could probably print that on some mugs, and people would buy it with the right ad on Instagram. Like, we could probably put it on some shirts, and, and you know, maybe you're like, well, this sounds good, like venturing into the unknown, some adventure here. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I live in Alberta. We're by the mountains. Let's do this. Maybe you've, like, that's a good slogan. Josiah, if you printed that on a shirt, I would buy that, as long as you say venture into the unknown. And so uh, even if you like that slogan, even if that slogan sounds oh so good, in our daily life, though, I think we often we actually do the opposite of venturing into the unknown. That actually 
You and I, we like the known. We like what we know. Like if you go to a restaurant or you're like looking for a restaurant, what do you do or the majority of people do? We look at reviews. We're gonna try a new restaurant, but first let's read all the reviews, make sure it's good food, make sure like, oh, oh no, no, we're not going here. There's, there's um, I wanna know where I'm going. I don't wanna just eat any, I wanna make sure it's, it's good. You buy something, I don't know about you, but like I read reviews and I read reviews of the reviews. I like watch um, YouTube videos on like, this is four months in and it's like, Josiah, these are hiking boots. What are you doing? Um, but going on, and or maybe you're saying, okay, we're going to actually go on an adventure on Saturday. Yes, we're going to go out into the unknown. But what, if, if you do this, I don't know about you, but I love hiking. We love hiking. We love going on trails. Um, and, and, uh, but no, what we'll do is we'll look up the hike. Yeah. We'll like, okay, where are we going? Well, I will actually Google, okay, this hike and look at the pictures. So there's some venturing in the unknown, but I know it. Like I, I look at pictures, I read about it. And I think if we're honest, many of us may like the sound of adventure, the sound of going into the unknown, but really in life, we like to know. We like to be in the know and to know, we need to know some people like it, some people need it. Like, I need to know what. I need to know why. I need to know where. I need to know how and hey, why don't, while we're at it, let's throw in when. Like, I need to know this. I need to know what to expect. What am I going to experience? What is it going to be like? What is that next step that I'm supposed to do? Why do I need to do this? Why do I need to not do it this way? Why is this the right way? Where are we going? When are we going to get there? How are we gonna get there? Sounds just like you have some questions. Yes, I do. I think it's good to research. I think it's good to be in the know. And as Natalie shouted very loudly from the front row is, I do do that. I absolutely do. And I'm not ashamed by that. I think that's good. But many of us have the need to be in the know and to know how, why, when, what. And I think that's good for purchasing. I think that's good if you have a business and you're starting it to do research. I think it's good for investing. I think it's good if you're marrying someone, you should answer some of those questions. Like you should know that. It's not just venturing into the unknown, that you know a bit about them. Um, but generally, I think we want to know. And there's nothing wrong with this. However, needing to know can actually become a soup that we trade the future for the present. That having to need to know every detail now can actually be a type of soup, if you will, or metaphorical soup, where we trade the present for the future. And it's in this area though, when it comes to God's call and plan for your life. When you say, I need to know everything right now, what happens is that can actually become a soup where you're trading God's future for your present need of needing to know now. You know, we see, we see that, that when it comes to, uh, we see this in scripture in uh, Hebrews 11.8, it says this. Hebrews 11.8, it says this. It was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. He went without 
knowing where he was going. See, God called him. He said, hey, I'm going to make you a great nation. I'm going to actually bless the world through you. That's because he, Jesus was in the lineage of Abraham, right? But I'm going to bless you. I'm going to increase you. But God said, my plan for you, my purpose for you, you need to leave the place that you know and go to a place that is unknown to you. Leave that knowing and step out into the unknown. Uh, and he didn't know all the answers. He didn't exactly, the Bible even says, he didn't know exactly where he was going. And uh, the plans, uh, you know, the plans and the purposes that God has for you, which we know by his scripture, they are good. They are a plan of hope, a future, that you go from glory to glory. God often calls us to go from a place where we know, where we know everything to a place that is unknown to us, where we don't know everything. We see this, that he'll call you from instruction in his word, the Bible. Maybe he'll speak to your heart and he's speaking to you. And like Abraham, you need to step out from the place that you know, the place you know the answers of the where, the when, the why, the how, the who, and to a place where you don't know, the place that is unknown. Now, Abraham, the Bible actually says, Abraham did this by faith. And he could only do this by faith. See, God will call you into step out into the unknown, but not just step out into the unknown, but take steps of faith. To take steps of faith. Uh, in Hebrews uh, 11, 1, we actually see this faith that uh, Abraham stepped out in and the faith that you and I are to step out in. Hebrews 11, 1, it says this. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. It's the evidence of things we cannot see. So if you can't see it physically, you don't fully know exactly. See, faith is the evidence of that. So if you wait until you fully know, if you wait until you have all the answers, until you know all the steps um, before you're obedient to God's call in your life, I believe you will never actually take a step of faith. You'll never take a step of faith because faith is stepping out on God's word out without fully knowing or seeing or having all the answers, but you're stepping on the word of God. Why am I stepping out? Because Jesus told me, because God told me. If you need to know or see how it will step out, by the very definition, you can't step in faith. And there's a problem here is because what God calls us to is always by faith. He's not calling you to something that you can do in your own strength. You know, being, faith really is, is being bold, taking God at his word, what he says, and then acting on it, acting on it. The call of God will always require a faith and stepping beyond what you know. Hebrews 11.6 says this, Hebrews 11.6 says, and it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. It's impossible to please God without faith. 
See, what God is calling you to is something that will please him. So it means that it will have to be something that is stepped in and lived in like Abraham in faith. That is what it has to. So where God calls you is beyond. It's beyond what you know fully. It's going to be stretching. There's going to be times where it's like, this is like kind of uncomfortable. This goes against like my default me right? It's, uh, it's where I need to release control of needing to know where, of needing to know when, of needing to know how is this going to happen, and of needing to know, okay, why fully am I doing this? See, God calls us to take steps of faith through his word, his spirit, maybe in a small group, as maybe God will speak, maybe in a message, God, God hits your heart, and that is a call that God's speaking to you to take a step and this is when that metaphorical soup is offered. When God speaks to your heart through his word, through, through a message as we gather together, preach about his word, uh, as he speaks to your spirit, this is when the medical, metaphorical soup is saying, God's soup? The soup is this, is, is to stay in the know. To fully, you're, a need to fully know how is this going to happen? Okay, you say this, what is it going to look like? Why am I doing it this way when I can do it my way? How will it go? And then it can be this, is until God, until I know these, these things, I'm not, I'm not moving. I'm not stepping forward. God, I need to know everything until I take a step. God ta- uh, says, take a step, um, and, and when, you, when you do, it's, uh, I need to know, right? When God says, okay, go to this place. All right, wh- when will we get there, Lord? Okay, how long is it going to be? Is it a long journey? Is it a short journey? Uh, do you mind just telling me how long is Josiah going to preach for? Um, like, <laughs> right? Uh, when, when the Lord speaks to you. No, when God's word tells us, okay, forgive someone. Forgive this person. That takes faith. Like when someone really betrays you and hurts you, that is counterintuitive. Like, no, hold on to that sucker. Let that root of bitterness grow. Let them feel the pain, right? Like maybe you only see them every once in a while, but they'll see the look, right? And, and God says, uh, okay, forgive them. Okay, God, but how will they know that they did wrong? How am I, God, how will I make sure that I don't repeat this if I still forgive them? Maybe God said, maybe God's speaking to your heart about doing his way financially, of operating in his way financially. And one of that ways is maybe tithing. And you're like, okay, God, um, I, I need to know exactly how are you going to do this? You say give and you're going to give back. Do you mind exactly, uh, specifically telling me I need to know exactly how are you going to do this? Okay, when will this happen, God? Um, I, when will I actually have this extra covered? Um, once I have my needs met, God, then I will because I know I'll be able to see that I'm okay. Um, or maybe it's start out and start something. Step out and start something. And you're like, okay, how will it look like? What will it do? Or pray for someone. Okay, God, what are they going to say? How will this go? What, what, what's going to be? Or maybe you're praying and you're believing for something. And it's okay, God, when is this happening? When is this timeline? God, when are you going to speak? 
when are you going to speak? Or another flavor of this same soup, like maybe you're like, eh, can I get a little bit different flavor of this soup, um, is, saying, is this, is staying where I am because it's, it's comfortable. When I stay where I know, it's a bit more comfortable. I feel in control. Why step out and, and rock the boat? Like, I know where I am. Sure, God, you're calling me somewhere else, but I know. Abraham could have been, I know. I know my family's here, everything's provided. Things are comfortable for me. And staying where you know may be easier in the present, but it is trading the future. It's trading to know where you are, to know every answer, to trading what God has in store for you. You know, Abraham, he could have eaten that soup, if you will. He could have said, no, 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 I'm good, I'm okay, I'm, I'm, not, gonna, I'm, not, gonna, I'm not gonna step out. Like, I like this unknown, sounds cool. Um, if you got it on a mug, I will buy it. But um, lo- no, I'm going to stay where I am because I'm set up. I'm comfortable here, I'm good here. But he would have missed out on being a part of God's story. He would have missed out on the plan and purposes of his li- of, for God's life. Now, he would have lived. He would have absolutely lived. But he would have missed out on God's plan for your life. If you eat, if you will, this metaphorical soup of staying in the know, what, you're not going to die. You're not going to die, I don't think. <laughs> but you're not going to really live. You're not going to really live in the plans and the purposes that God has for you. That, that, that you will more so exist. If you just stay in what you know in everything that you need to see and not stepping out, you're, you won't die, but I don't think you'll truly live the life that Jesus says he's come for in John 10, 10, that I've come to give you a life and life to the full. That, that in this, this Bible, I like to say accounts because it's not just like bedtime stories. It's accounts of things that actually happened. But if you stay in the know, the book of Acts, it will just become that to you. It'll become some nice stories that you won't experience because you stay in the know. You stay where you know. But when you step out in response to his faith, suddenly you're stepping into what God has for you. It's not just, oh, this is some nice stories. This is something that I can live, that I can experience, that I can experience what God has for me. That it becomes that exciting, rich life that God has for you. Like not rich, like ching ching, might be that too, but I mean like, like, a, like a good chocolate cake where it's like, this is good. This is, oh, this is rich. This is, there's something good here. As Christians, we are called to live a life of faith, to step into the unknown at God's word. The the scripture tells us that we are to live by faith, daily living by faith, being bold, taking God at his word and acting on it. Being bold, taking God at his word and acting on it. And you may not know how is this going to work out? What is it going to look like? When are we going to get there? But you do know this, you do know who has called you. You may not know all the answers, but you know who has called you. In the Bible, there's an account where Jesus, he tells his disciples, listen, I'm going to go pray. You go to the other side. So they're in a boat. They hop in a boat. They go to the other side. And a storm 
is, is like comes out of the, uh, uh, starts to brew. And the waves are huge. It is, they are freaked out. And they're like, they're like legitimate fishermen. And the wa- waves are high. Uh, there's, there are probably waters coming up the sides because those old boats, they were meant for fishing. So the sides had a big dip in them because it was easy to pull the nets in. So they're in this storm and the waves are, are hitting. It is not ideal. And they see Jesus is walking on the water and they see him from afar and they say this, they say, it's a ghost, and they are terrified. Now, let's pick up where, what Jesus says in Matthew 14, verse 27. It says this, but Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage, I am here. Then Peter called to, to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you uh, walking on the water. Then uh, Peter says, or Jesus says, yes, Come, Jesus said. So Peter went off the, uh, went over the side of the boat and walked on the water towards Jesus. So, so Peter, he stepped out of the boat. Like, I know boats float. I know I don't. Um, like, but Peter, he stepped out of the boat, but he didn't just step out because, hey, no, it's a great idea. Step out of the boat. He stepped out on the word from God. He stepped into the unknown. He stepped from literally the place of knowing to the place of unknown. I wonder how it was. Did he just go like free, like into the water and like, and, and just oh, I'm, I'm here. Was it like timid? Like, oh, and, and he realizes he's holding, but he goes out. We know that Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So that, uh, uh, that faith came as, as he heard the word of Jesus and he stepped out into the unknown and he literally took steps of faith on God's word in the unknown on the water. And he's walking on the water by faith. Not because it was a good idea that he thought, oh, this is a really good idea, but because Jesus said, come. And, uh, you know, the scripture doesn't say how long verse 29 to 30 is, what the, the duration of time is from there, but we see in verse 30, it says this, but when he, being Peter, saw the strong wind and waves, he was terrified and said, uh, terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. Uh, You have so little faith, Jesus said. Why did you doubt me? When they climbed back into the boat, the wind stopped. Then the disciples worshiped him. You really are the son of God, they exclaimed. You know, there's a lot of hating on Peter at this story. Like, come on, Peter. Like, have more faith. Like, Jesus is there. But he stepped out of the boat. He stepped out on the word from Jesus into the unknown. And it was when he took his eyes off of Jesus that he began to sink. But as he had his eyes or his gaze focused and fixed on Jesus is when he was walking. Because there was some legitimate fear things there. There were waves. He's, he's on top of water. Um, this isn't good. But he took steps of faith into the unknown, focusing on Jesus. It makes me think of Hebrews 12, which says, looking unto Jesus, the author, the finisher of our faith. 
Because it was the joy that was set before him that he endured the cross that we can endure as we keep our eyes on Jesus. Jesus called to Peter and he said, yes, come. If God called you, if God called you there, he will sustain you there, right? If God says, come, go here, that means he's going to sustain you there. You do not need to know all the answers where you're going because you know the one who does. You know the creator of the universe, the beginning and the end, the one who is all powerful, the one who says, I will finish what I have started. God may call you somewhere you don't know. And, and, but know what? He's prepared a way for you. As you walk by faith, take steps of faith where God has for you. Do you have all the answers to that? No. But you know who? God. Where am I going? God's plan. When will we get there? God's perfect timing. How will I do this? Well, scripture tells you, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And why am I doing this? Simply because God called me. Simply because God called me. You know, I think there are, there are areas right now that God is calling you to step in. But we're hesitant because we don't know everything. We don't know and don't have all the answers. How will it go? But as Jesus said to Peter, I want to encourage you with this today. In Matthew 14, 27, he says, Don't be afraid. Take courage. I am here. Today, Jesus is here. You don't need to be afraid. You don't need to be discouraged because you can actually have courage because he is here. He is with you. And don't take, don't trade that soup of having to know every detail because you know the one who has everything in his hands. Instead, answer the call of Christ when he says, come to me, take steps, and walk by faith. Let's pray. Father, I thank you so much. Father, that you are good, that you're faithful, and that, Jesus, that you have a good plan and purpose for our life. And that we may not know how, when, where, why, but we do know you and that you have us. You have us. Father, I pray for courage to arise. As you said to Peter, to have courage because you are here. I pray, Father, for faith and courage to arise that we would walk in what you have for us, to take steps of faith, leaving what we know, responding to your word, into the unknown. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Thank you for joining us for the Thrive Church podcast. We hope this message encouraged you, built your faith, and helped you thrive with God and thrive in life. We would love to see you on a Sunday soon, in person or online. You can get all the information at thrivecalgary.ca. 
If you would like to support and partner with Thrive Church financially, you can do so by going to thrivecalgary.ca and click the Give button. No God is for you. We love you and have a great week.